Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. A slew of private survey PMI results have been released today from several Asian nations, including Singapore, Japan, and China. And to take a look at what these figures tell us, joining us on the phone today is Sani Hamid, Director for Wealth Management at Financial Alliance. Sani, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Hi, thank you for joining us. So S&P Global Singapore PMI was released this morning with the private sector continuing to see conditions improving solidly in November. Any surprises there for you? Well, if um, if there's a surprise, basically, it's the fact that it hasn't contracted mm-hmm. very much like uh, many of the other PMIs uh, across the globe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, whenever we look at PMIs, there are two things that we kind of pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Number one is, of course, if it's above 50 and, and that right. um, is considered to be a positive, mm-hmm. and it still is. Uh, but the second thing is um, the, the trend itself. Um, as we can see, the trend is down from, from a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, that potentially could signal that um, we are in this move southwards, which potentially could um, uh, uh, reappear again in, in subsequent months. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll have a close eye on that because expect- expectation is really for, for PMIs across the world to start deteriorating. Mm, right, right. And it seems like despite the solid growth, according to that report, business optimism is dimming significantly. Why is that? I think um, both from um, the external and internal side of it, meaning to say that um, internally, um, some of these surveys, when you look into it and dig deeper into it, you get comments from um, uh, the business, uh, the industry players, the businesses to say that you know, they themselves are seeing a slowdown in, in some of the demand um, that they are used to, mm-hmm. um, especially ahead of, of, of the festive season. They're not seeing the same strength in, in terms right. of demand. And externally also, when you look at how things are developing um, economically and such, it doesn't really give um, both businesses and, and consumers a lot of confidence. So I think add all together, you, that's the pessimism that you've alluded to. Mm. And let's move on to Japan now. And while Singapore saw growth, Japan's services sector activity growth hit a three-month low. What does that signal? Well, so this is the more normal PMI that we're seeing across mm-hmm. the world, <laughs> slowing PMIs. Mm. Um, albeit Japan's PMI is just above um, the, the uh, critical 50 level. I think it's about 50.3 if I'm not mm. wrong. Um, again, expectation going forward is for it to dip below below that 50 uh, level to to signal a contraction in in, in PMI. Um, so it's in line with with I think what we're seeing um, across the world. So no no surprise from that perspective. But can we expect growth to continue slowing through next year as well? So that's the thing because um, what we've seen so far this year are very aggressive moves. Mm. from many central banks across the world. Um, And these monetary moves, i.e. hiking of interest rates, withdrawal of liquidity, they tend to work with a lag. Um, So the general expectation is we've not seen the full impact of the aggressiveness from central banks and Mm -hmm. some other factors. Um, And we will see it in 2023. So that's really when we have, number one, um, the aggressive monetary policy kicking in. Number two, the consumers would have exhausted their savings and now they're still faced with fairly high uh, inflation prices and Mm -hmm. such. So it could 
add together to become quite a challenging period in 2023 for mm. growth and also for all sectors. But I mean, Japan, for Japan, they've the central bank there has kept to its ultra-loose policies, right? Is that some way affecting the PMI as well? Um, if you look at it, basically, uh, because it's resulted in a significantly weaker yen, Mm-hmm. Um, so you would actually probably see a differentiation between the manufacturing and the services PMI. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the do- domestic economy itself remains fairly weak. Um, there is a slight uptick in inflation and such. Uh, if there's a boost, it probably would come from the weaker yen in terms of the manufacturing sector. So I think we're seeing a little bit of differentiation there. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about China now. China's services activity shrank to a six-month low. Any surprises there? Uh, so that's that's moving deeper into into the below 50 uh, mm-hmm. level, I think about 46.7. The, the decline was quite marked in the sense that I think it's more than one and a half points down from mm-hmm. the previous month. Um, again, the, 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 the external situation is one, but I think China are uh, quite uh, peculiar in the sense that um, there's this co- zero COVID situation, mm-hmm. which is adding on to the pressure. Um, so that in itself um, makes this number not 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 such a big surprise, uh, mm. bigger than other countries. But there are domestic reasons for that. Mm. But markets were a little mix, little mix ahead of those results mm. of the Tyson Purchasing Managers Index. How are they reacting now? So I think the uh, markets kind of like um, looking forward to to news of or news that the uh, the Beijing's basically loosening up on some of its zero COVID policies mm-hmm. with Boeing markets and putting a bit under markets. Mm. I think that's helping to offset some of the uh, negativeness from right. from the PMI numbers and such. Uh, at the end of the day, I think, and, and, and if you look at what the Chinese authorities have done, they've done a lot, meaning to say, in terms of fiscal, monetary loosening and such. Um, really, it boils down to confidence, meaning mm-hmm. to say that I think liquidity and, and the financial conditions are loose in China. Mm-hmm. It's really now whether both the business segment sector and the households uh, are confident enough to spend uh, when they have the opportunity to do so when the reopening happens. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Sani, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Thank you. We've been speaking with Sani Hamid, Director for Wealth Management at Financial Alliance. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.